Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Matt Musso of ESPN 104.5 down there in Baton Rouge. And Matt, appreciate you joining us, man. How are you doing this afternoon? Doing great, John. How are you all? Well, we're doing good, man. And uh, I know that this is kind of a, a weird deal where these two teams have met before with Arkansas and LSU. LSU got the victory at the very first game of the SEC slate. That's their only victory at this point in time. So just walk us through what has happened with LSU since that game where they beat Arkansas to now. Why have they struggled so much in conference play? Well, <laughs> I mean, John, if you really look at that game against Arkansas, LSU didn't play, you know, lights out there. They, they scored 60 points. I mean, they, they didn't have a great shooting night, but they limited turnovers, and they played good defense. And Arkansas had a bit of a down shooting night, uh, specifically in the, in the first half, and they were able to escape it to win. But, I mean, that's what you saw in that game has persisted all throughout conference play. They can't score. Right? They just they don't have a lot of shooters. K.J. Williams has been awesome. I mean, he's going to be an all-SEC player this year, averaging over 17 points and uh, seven rebounds in a game. But outside of that, they haven't gotten what they really expect out of Adam Miller. Uh, they haven't been very good scoring from two. Uh, you know, that was something actually in the uh, first Arkansas game. Trey Hannibal took over the game in the second half and did score at the rim. That consistency hasn't been there. Uh, so that's been an issue. Turnovers, they had 19 turnovers against Tennessee. That's been a big issue offensively and, and rebounding as well. So it just hasn't been very good for them on offense. And you look at this, you look at this team, they have seven losses on the year. In two of those seven losses, they've scored over 60 points. That's it. So, I mean, you, you had 71 in the three point loss at, at our, uh, excuse me, at Kentucky. You scored 60 cents against Alabama, but you lost by 40, so it really doesn't matter. Uh, that's just, I mean, that's been their issue. They struggle scoring the basketball. Is there anything you've seen from LSU that's encouraging when they have been playing their best basketball? Uh, well, when they've been playing their best, they limit turnovers. Uh, I'll say that. I mean, you know, go back to that game against against Arkansas to open if you played it, 10 turnovers. Uh, the game against Kentucky, when they lost by three on the road in Rupp, they had nine turnovers. I mean, that's, that's been something when they've played well, They've limited turnovers. And then the defense. I mean, the defense has been good uh, for the most part this season. I mean, look, you, you gave up over 100 to Bama. That's going to skew your numbers a little bit. Uh, but, you know, I mean, look, you could kind of run down the list of, of teams, and they, they've held, you know, A&M in the 60s, Florida in the 60s, you know, Arkansas in 57. So, I mean, they've they played good defense. That's there. And I'll say this about them, too, y'all. They, they haven't given up. I mean, it, it'd be real easy at this point in the season to kind of phone it in, right? I mean, think about everything the program's been through. You, you lose your coach in the offseason. You bring in a new guy. He has to rebuild the roster. So you're playing with a new a new group of teammates that you haven't really played with. Uh, you get out to the 12-1 and start. You win a game to open SEC play that not many thought you were going to win, and then you hit the skids here. It'd be real easy to back it in, but they haven't done that. I mean, I think – the Tennessee game's evidence of that, even though you lost by 21, you scored 22 in the first half, you didn't quit, you fought, and you lost the second half by four points. You scored 34 in that half and lost it by four points. So the final score doesn't look good, but the effort is still there. And defensively and limiting turnovers, when they're playing their best, that's what you see. Speaking with Matt Musso of ESPN 104.5 in Baton Rouge here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry Outline. So, uh, so Matt, was, was this about – what the what was expected was it going to be a struggling year a year to 
you know, just try to find some positives. Is that kind of what has been going on? Has it been under the expectations of what fans have had? That's a good question, and I, I think it depends on who you ask. So I'll tell you this. Preseason, I thought they could get to seven conference wins. That, that's where I had them, seven conference wins. Um, so maybe it's a, a little under expectation for me based on, on that. They're sitting at one right now, and it's kind of tough to pencil in any win left on the schedule, even though it, it gets lighter, quote-unquote lighter, on the back end. But to sit here and say, you know, uh, anyone thought they were going to go to the NCAA tournament or, or whatnot this year, no, I don't think that was ever an expectation. When Matt McMahon took the job, the entire team was in the transfer portal. They did not have a single scholarship player left on the roster. Now, he got a few of them to come back, and Wani Wilkinson, who's been since lost for the year with injury, uh, Justice Williams, Adam Miller. So he got a, a few of them back, but, I mean, that's what he took over. So it was always going to be an uphill climb. I think maybe what people had hoped for would be kind of what you saw in Will Wade's first year, where you, you, you're – best team kind of in the bottom half of the league and maybe you pull off an upset here or there at the top half and you can sneak into the NIT but I mean that that seems tough now too and and you know Matt McMahon really for the first time all year when he met with the media after the Tennessee game kind of talked about it in in the tone of we knew what we were getting into by taking this job and unfortunately going through the growing pains we are right now is part of the process so I mean that was kind of the first time all year you had heard him take that tone and I mean look he's he's in it for the long haul but they got a lot of work to do but if it's below expectation if it's I would say no but it's not necessarily on par with I think people thought it'd be a little better than this but not much Justice Hill stepping away from the team uh, something that we learned in the last few days actually and looking at um, the timeline it kind of goes back to almost a week now so what can you tell us about the timeline of Justice Hill stepping away from the team and anything further you may know about it? Yeah, so, uh, well, Matt McMahon was very, very direct to say it's not a disciplinary issue. It's something he needs to step away for to deal with himself personally. Uh, I can tell you from a basketball perspective with it, I mean, obviously, look, Justice Hill was at at, uh, at Murray State with Coach McMahon and, and came over and uh, – was a prominent player on that Murray State team last year and just started in the starting lineup for LSU this year, kind of saw the minutes uh, decrease a, a little bit and, and now has, uh, has stepped away from the team for personal reasons. But Matt McMahon, uh, he left the door open uh, in that answer about Justice Hill for a return potentially later if everything gets squared away, uh, later in the season that is, if everything gets squared away. But he did want to make it you know, abundantly clear that it's not disciplinary at, at all. It's something... That, uh, that justice is dealing with. Well, Matt, before we let you get out of here, man, just uh, what do you think happens tonight? Do you think this is one where Arkansas gets a little revenge and ends up winning this game? Do you think it's a, another low-scoring physical game? Just how do you think it plays out? Uh, I think if LSU wants to win it, it needs to be a low-scoring physical game. But, man, I, I think Arkansas, look, it, it hadn't been a, a – I would imagine it hadn't been the season most of y'all were expecting up there. It's definitely not what I was expecting from the Hawks. And, uh, and Musselman for sure. I know there's obviously been some, some injuries and things of that nature along the way, but uh, Arkansas was favored coming into that game last uh, start the conference played in Baton Rouge. It didn't go their way. I think they're looking for some revenge tonight. If LSU is going to win, like I said, it needs to be 
the low-scoring game. Again, LSU probably needs to find a way to take the Bud, Bud Walton crowd out of it early, which is easier said than done. Obviously, I, I'm not expecting LSU to go in there and win tonight, but, you know, I mean, look, crazier, crazier things have happened in the sport of college basketball, but it feels like another uphill climb. Well, Matt, we really appreciate you joining us, man. I know it's uh, going to be an interesting game tonight, especially with all the snow that's coming up here in northwest <laughs> Arkansas. But uh, hopefully it ends up being a little bit uh, more of an offensive game than what we saw last time and a very enjoyable one. But we appreciate it. Have fun tonight, man, and I'm sure we'll catch up with you later down the road. Absolutely. What is it with the snow when LSU comes up there? Football, now basketball? I mean, come on, guys. We, we, gotta, we want some warmth when we come up there next time. Yeah, well, they just got to take every single advantage they possibly can against LSU. You know, you guys don't get much snow down there, so you got to you got to no. take the advantage. For sure, take it easy, guys. I appreciate it.